Well, lovely people, you have been giving me so much wonderful feedback about this podcast. I'm so grateful for the interaction to know that my intention for the podcast, which was to provide comfort, inspiration, and hopefully the possibility for transformation through the sharing of other stories, people letting you know what's helped them get through their difficult times, both in terms of practices and perhaps new ways of thinking and how that's made a real difference to your own story. And I wanted to take this opportunity as we are just about a month into the podcast and I'm just looking at the insights here and we have had 999 downloads in the approximate four weeks since the podcast was started. So I'm really pleased about that. A thousand downloads in a month. Really good. And the trend looks good. Over a third of those in the last seven days. So, yeah, I'm really happy. So the first bit of feedback that I received was from the lovely Ali Goldie, who was on episode four. And she was referring to episode three when I talked about difficult relationships and death. And what Ali said to me the next day was, typical Ali style, I trust you won't think I'm being a dick. Just something that came up for me listening to the podcast, thinking about myself or some clients. The complexity of grief, if you're not sad that somebody has died, and the sense that if they are always with you, can also be not comforting. Just an idea to broach, but I know that you obviously can't cover every possible response. Love you. She's so good. Uh, So my response to her was that I definitely wanted to feedback about this and I think I covered it in a fashion when I said about the fact that grief is never the same each time or with different people and that it's a highly personal experience and when I mentioned that uh, I tried not to give myself a hard time about how I felt things that weren't air quotes typical I was referring to the fact that, you know, it's not always what you might expect it to be. Uh, And then what I also said to Ali was, I don't want to repeat myself too much or sound defensive in my response to her because I, I really do want the feedback about any potential blind spots that, of course, will exist in what I'm sharing. And I very much said that this podcast is about my story and the stories of those people who were fortunate enough to have on the podcast so it won't always resonate directly with with other people's experiences and that the podcast indeed is is about the stories of others um, and perhaps more than me being a therapist when I'm telling my story. So I wanted to make that clear that in this podcast, I'm not being a therapist to you. Um, There may be some therapeutic benefits, but I'm here as a person who works as a therapist or a counsellor, and I'm sharing my story and the stories of people who are in my life for all manner of of reasons. Um, 
so that that was uh, really helpful that Ali said that. And I was going to then go on and explain some examples. And because Ali was so bang on, I ended up then, a few days later, receiving an email from a lovely person who said the following. When my mum died in 2016, I was staying at the hospice that night. She was in the same building as me, and I remember her willing, I remember willing her to give me a sign that she was still there in spirit or to help me feel her close, and it just didn't happen. I really struggled with feeling her with me, as I was so angry that she'd been taken away from me so suddenly, and I missed her company and support so much. I was angered by people saying, your mum lives on in you, etc. Because the cold hearth truth of her physically not being there overwhelmed me. I hope that makes sense and isn't coming across as rude. It was just kind of how it was for me. It's really hard for me to admit that I still struggle to feel her with me. I feel her closest when I visit her grave, as I know her body is there. It's so weird, as I've said similar things as you did in your podcast a lot to help others in my family and worked with grieving children, but I can't seem to follow my advice. I don't know if any of that makes sense, and I hope you don't mind me splurging like this. I realise as I write, I've never told anyone else how I've felt about this over the years. So thank you so much for that feedback, uh, listener. And it just highlighted to me that what Ali was saying was that it isn't always a comfort to have that memory of, of loved ones who've passed being around you. And even though we might want that, and we might understand that it can be helpful, it doesn't feel right that there's this inconsistency. And I I messaged the client back and said something to that effect. And then uh, she responded again by saying, um, thank you, it's no problem to include the feedback in the, in the podcast, <laughs> which is great, consent. And then uh, she also said, weirdly, I saw a butterfly at the beach today. And I felt drawn to it like it was a message from somewhere. It's not often I feel like that, but I'm trying to open up to it. I feel good, thank you, for giving me the space. What you said about your friend is so beautiful, and I learned a lot from listening to you speak. It's made me think carefully about why I struggle. I'm sorry I meant to say how sorry I am about your loss. He sounds like a wonderful person. Fantastic. You and your husband will make the dream team. Bless her. So lovely. So thank you for that feedback. And I'm really pleased to hear that while it was difficult and perhaps, you know, there was um, a disagreement with some of what I was sharing from your own personal experience, but that this still, thankfully, due to your open mind, um, this still provided an opportunity for you to consider where you were with certain aspects of the grief regarding the loss of your mother and that you've been able to um, to shine a different light on that and, and find some comfort from, from what was said in the podcast and then our discussions and your own reflection and work afterwards. So thank you, lovely listener. For the next feedback, uh, this again was a message from one of the listeners and she said, Oh, Martin, love, love, love it. Laughed out loud to Amram and your reactions. 
It may be strange to say, but it's lovely to hear normal people, even though you are both very wise. I loved Amram's honesty, and I look forward to his brutal honesty when I join you on a retreat next June. Aha. <laughs> Today's podcast was so interesting. Ben's poem was incredible. I have a friend who tragically lost her twin a few months ago, and we were talking about how you keep these important people with you and in you. And uh, the listener also said, One thing I would say is I feel you have more to say, to challenge, to go deep, but maybe you don't tell it through the microphone. <clears throat> so I wasn't 100% sure what she meant there, um, obviously the, 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 the lovely positive feedback about um, how Amram and I came across and some of his honesty <laughs> was important and I acknowledged that. And the listener responded back to me and said, thank you for asking the question. I had my thoughts of really wanting to hear what the emotions around relationships are. I think I mean that diving in and getting our hands in the black sticky mess, stir it around and hunting for something to grasp and explore. But I thought I'll listen again and check in with what I mean. So I've just done that. Oh, I recommend a second hearing. You're packing it in. <laughs> also, the first listen was in the car, and the second time my hands were active making tissue pom-poms. <laughs> I realise I'm sounding like a weirdo. My son is getting married on the Thursday, and I'm decorating our little topless car for them to whiz off in. Anyway, um, I am very kinesio... Oh, goodness me. Kinesiotherapeutic? Okay. Kinesthetic? I don't know. So I hear better doing uh, just listening to notice. I also notice when I listened first, I'd just seen my friend who had lost her twin brother and I have my own grief and lots of questions and I think I wanted to hear more depth around that anger and frustration element of grief and that's what I have for this particular tragic death. But it's hard to put it out there because golly, listeners will be in many places with their grief. Since the first listen, my friend's stepdad died. I shared Ben's poem with her, which, which she loved and our neighbour as well, and I feel very different about these deaths, and so your words landed really beautifully for these feelings. So in summary, my comment is probably personal and situation. I have listened to other podcasts, and maybe they pause and answer questions that you are prompting and directing the opportunity to self-explore, so this is different. I'm on a self-exploration in hunting my next journey in life, and I'm impatient, and... Will somebody or some something just tell me? So anyway, in a very long and rambling email, the ask was for more. And it's probably selfish, as you gave us so much. But I love the challenge that you made back to me. And it really made me think. Thank you so much. Ah, oh. so that was really nice. And that's an example, perhaps, of how I might be in, in a therapeutic way in that I will genuinely reflect back my lack of understanding. And don't get me wrong, like this perfectionist part of me tried really hard to understand that question and dig in a bit deeper. But actually, I didn't understand. I didn't understand what she was saying. And just by reflecting that back to the listener, she was able to go on that journey herself with everything that had been happening. And 
obviously then felt uh, compelled to write back to me and, and let me know about that. So I was really pleased to hear that uh, she had this desire for something from the podcast and then realised that actually she didn't need the answers from me. She had them in herself and that my reflections back to her uh, helped helped her do that digging. And again, that's part of the therapeutic benefits of this podcast, that it's, it is to encourage that self-reflection following hearing other people's stories, but then actually reflecting on your reflections as well. Um, there's an infinite amount of information inside of you that comes from all of those responses, physical, emotional, thoughts, how your energy is, maybe some other messages on a more intuitive level. You always have the answers inside of you. And that lovely listener definitely demonstrated that with her with her comments. So thank you. There's also some feedback here from the bonus episode that I did on ADHD. And this particular listener says, I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying listening to your podcast. Your bonus episode is fascinating. I've recently received my ASC diagnosis and the acceptance from the air quotes label is really helping me move forward. I can relate to a lot of what you have said. Thank you for sharing. You are very welcome. I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed doing that podcast and uh, it meant a lot to me actually to share, um, to be able to honestly talk about many of the aspects of my life that are kind of my own private world. And uh, I got a lovely message from my sister who was quite emotional when she was saying to me that she remembers some of those um, instances that I discussed in the podcast from when, when we were both younger. And she said it was, you know, commented quite often and sometimes from people in... Um, in quite a worried way that there was this um, real lack of common sense uh, in me um, and, and that was really uh, in contrast to my academic intelligence if you like um, and that my dad used to worry quite a lot about that um, so it's it's really interesting how when you share your story with others that were maybe around for that story, um, that they get to respond back to you uh, with their perspective. And that can sometimes shed a, a totally different light on the experience or even just a slightly different light that can help create a bit more connection, perhaps a bit more understanding. And that was very much the case when Phil uh, from episode five was talking to me about the responses that she's had since the podcast went out last week. Um, so Phil came to, to yoga on Saturday, just gone, and gave me a big hug as she does. She's so lovely, big smile on her face, and she looked so light and sparkly and said to me, you know, thank you so much for what this podcast has done for me uh, and and those around me. And she uh, gladly shared that she'd had many positive messages from since the podcast was was aired. Oh, do we air podcasts? Yeah, let's let's say that aired, shared. 
Anyway, Martin, come on. Um, and yeah, she said that she had lots of positive feedback. Um, I also got some great feedback about Phil's podcast. One of the more surprising, for me anyway, it just goes to show with perspective, doesn't it? But one of the more surprising bits of feedback that I uh, was gathering from a few people was about how it had made them reflect on their intimate relationships with their partners, spouses, um and the need to continually keep working on keeping that connection that life changes around us and inside of us and if we don't do the work to ensure that we stay honest um open uh, that we spend time together, that it can lead to a distance. It can lead to a sense of loneliness within the relationship. I think that's probably one of the worst feelings, isn't it? When you when you have somebody and you, you feel alone. Um, and so Phil really helpfully described towards the end of her podcast that her and her husband, you know, have started to invest in their relationship in all the ways that she described and um yeah I, I wasn't expecting people to to have commented so much on that so it's really lovely um anyway the 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 really cool bit of feedback that she gave me on her own podcast was that her dad indeed did listen to the podcast you know when she said that uh she was very confident that her parents wouldn't be listening to the podcast um well she was wrong (laughs) i'm really glad because that means people are sharing it (laughs) um but uh yeah they listened and uh they had said that does she have to swear so much you might remember that they are from uh, a very religious background and they weren't that comfortable with their use of the word fuck. Um, so that, that was funny. But actually, um, the really heartwarming uh, feedback that her dad gave her was that they didn't know that if they had had any idea that she didn't feel important when she was younger due to their charitable and and community led way of living that that, you know they would have attended to that need they would have showed her how important she was and how there's a sadness really that that wasn't done for all of these years and and you know hearing of the impact of that you know of that um, that lacking in feeling important when Phil was younger was painful for her parents and at the same time it also meant that they could connect over that now and actually I'm not saying that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter once the truth is spoken and that we find a connection and decide to move forward differently it doesn't mean that all of that stuff beforehand isn't important but it can create a huge amount of lightness around what was being carried prior to that difficult information being shared and responsibility being taken, apologies made and and being received. It's really powerful stuff. And I think it shows even more so that it's important to say those difficult things to the people that you love. Give them a chance to hear you, to reassure you, to apologize, whatever might be needed. There's um, there's so much in the uh, 
uh, the, the sharing of information that might be shameful, that might be the thing that you least want to say or the thing that you think those around you least want to hear. It's really scary jumping off that cliff edge and going for it. But sometimes it can be just what's needed to bridge that connection again. So, yeah, really, really lovely. And, you know, beyond uh, what Phil had said and how light it had made her feel, actually, I want to reflect on the feedback from her episode in that that reflection, that that sharing, following the difficult experiences, not just to you, the listener, but then when those who the stories are about get to hear and, you know, new, new, new ways of understanding each other are reached. There can be so much healing through that. And again, that's absolutely what this podcast is about. Healing together. Now, I was going to finish this show on the previous feedback, um, but since I recorded that, we have released episode six, Amram's Back, and I got some feedback in today regarding that, so I wanted to share it because it just shows the value in in putting yourself out there, and, you know, Amram and I are doing that, we're we're putting our life out there, our relationship out there. And don't get me wrong, you know, the, um, you know, some of the kind of active work in progress stuff we, we keep to ourselves, but the stuff that we have worked through to an extent that it feels comfortable to share is, it still feels, it still feels risky. Um, but this feedback just made me feel that that's all worthwhile. And so uh, the listener says, I have just finished listening to the Amram's Back podcast. I was hooked. I had to stay in the car, making me late for work because I wanted to listen to the end. Some thoughts from me. Number one, yoga is outside in. What a perfect way to put it. I started in order to move my body, but it is so much more than that. And yeah, it is. It definitely is. Number two, really interesting to hear about Kabbalah and Amram's view on religion being such that you can't question. Being from a religious background myself, but not being religious myself, I had never stopped to think about it in this way. And it is completely right. You are taught not to question, but to trust. And then this conditioning actually seeps into other parts of life. Asking questions and seeking to understand is so important. And I agree. I, it's, it's really important to question. We can do, you know, this, this and both approach to everything in our lives. Let's embrace the inconsistency. You know, you can trust and question. Why not? We are not binary we are not linear we are expansive infinite and what a joy to be able to hold so many you know conflicting and complementary points of view uh, it enables us to connect with others and ourselves on so many more levels and provides a resilience that allows us to be present in so many more situations 
And that is the kind of strength that I talk about as building when I talk about, you know, building the strength in order to be open, grateful and kind. Kind and grateful. I forgot the order of my own guiding principles there but it, yeah it's it's just so important to to trust and question take this and both mentality into your life not but not either not division you know union and both and then the third point that the listener makes is that it's interesting to hear you say that you are so opposite in so many ways I think the strongest partnerships often have opposite strengths and weaknesses. And actually, this gives balance so that you can complement each other. And this can be really, uh, this can be heard really clearly listening to you two together. And so thank you, listener, for this feedback, because one of the more challenging aspects of mine and Amram's relationship is how we're so different. And that shows up in our our different upbringings, which extends to really simple things like language. You know, Amram only learned English what five years ago over the bar in a nightclub in Keswick late at night, you know, with people who were pissed. And, you know, some of the ways in which he hears people you know it, it, it comes from that kind of uh that place and um it's absolutely amazing that he has become so competent i've just dropped my phone um so competent uh, at speaking and understanding english on on levels you know to the depth that that we covered in in this uh, most recent podcast podcast six uh, but there are still times where, you know, th- there's a struggle there and the language is so important because that is how we communicate to each other. That's how we communicate our thoughts, our feelings. And there are there are so many differences, not just in the language, but in, in actually how we think and how we view the world. And one of the things that I feel is so important about what Amram has brought to me is these very different perspectives on the world and I feel like my mind's been opened you know a hundredfold since meeting him and it's made me so much stronger to be able to hold his opinions and know that he loves me and he isn't out to get me because he's different you know there is this intention to be united through our differences and I am glad that 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 comes across certainly to that listener and maybe that's something for you to consider in some of your own relationships that it's okay to have a difference of opinion in fact that can be wonderful if you seek to find that place of connection in the disagreement and maybe that's how we we bring everyone back together because there is a real joy in expressing individuality and allowing difference and still being able to connect um because of and not despite that difference so thank you lovely listener I really appreciate your reflections on opposites and conflicts and inconsistencies and how embracing those uh, can be, yeah, can be expansive, can be ultimately what love is all about, you know? It's not about fear, division. It's about uh, a 
expansiveness and and love and someone once said actually i can't think who it is but the um when it comes to making difficult choices and you're not sure what to do um ask you know is this an expansive choice for me or does it limit me and choose the one that helps you feel more expansive so yeah i like that i like that a lot anyway i think that's all the feedback that i want to go through today um i hope that you have found the way in which i've given the feedback from the community helpful i uh, you know i diffed an ad over the last few uh, podcasts about adding it on to the end and um it just never felt right so um i I want to i value the feedback so much you know we are all a part of this community together and each and every one of you who is listening and who contributes and obviously you know me and amram who produce it it, we're all equally important and so i felt and and then we influence each other you know in terms of that that tree of life thing that amram said you know what you think and what you put out into the world changes the world and so for me it's really important to honor how you contribute to this um this endeavor of healing together um through the podcast and hopefully many other different ways in which we can um use the healing together community uh, to provide some healing in the world you know huge change starts with small steps and for me to know that there have been 1100 downloads so far of this podcast shows me that you know we're making a difference and that's so special so thank you for being part of it please do share the podcast with anybody that you feel may benefit in fact just share it anyway um because you know i guess we don't always know what's going on for people in the um in the privacy of their own minds and uh, behind their closed doors and the great thing about podcasts is that you you can listen and, and remain anonymous and still benefit and still feel connected to others and yourself which is what this is all about so Um, big ask from me if you can really go for it on the sharing of this podcast Um, make sure that you like subscribe and follow Um, you can also add comments to the podcast uh, like reviews Um, I think that's a a good way to share what we're doing here Um, and uh, yeah I would really appreciate it if you did that so that we can help more people because that's what this was all about in the beginning and anyway i'm gonna go and eat my lasagna because i'm starving i'm gonna pour myself a glass of wine and i'm gonna be grateful for all of you um, that listen and that take the time to send your feedback and for making this community what it is and i'm so excited to uh, see how how it grows and um, continues to help you and everybody else so thank you everybody keep doing what you need to do to get strong if you need some help on that then reach out to me and i will uh, i'll provide some pointers and because of that strength whatever that looks like for you it hopefully will enable you to be open to be expansive to be kind because you're feeling better about yourself 
and grateful for everything that comes your way because it helps you realise just how wonderful you and everyone around you is. Take care. Lots of love. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.